0: hello hello everybody welcome to better together when you know better you get better it is wednesday september 9th 2020 kelsey's still trying with the music it's cute. you said
1: you like this one yesterday
0: i like this one This is a good one. But there was the original one that I thought this one was, but it's not. But I like this. I like it. It's funny. (laughs) Um, Our quote of the day, When we let go of our judgments and see through the lens of compassion is when you start to fade it out we will thrive I'm like I can't hear myself talk over that when we let go of our judgments and see through the lens of compassion we will thrive that is from our guest today Gabrielle Bernstein I am so excited to be having her back on the show she's going to offer us six messages to heal us through difficult times based on her new book You Are the Guru Um, thank you again for joining us Coming to you live from Connecticut. Oop-oop. More on that in a second. In the meantime, thank you guys for uh, subscribing to uh, YouTube, to Patreon. If you haven't already joined us on Patreon, this is a really great time. We're really starting to do some cool things over there. Not just the extra show, not just the ad free shows, but also tonight is our first kind of workshop.
1: Yay! Which is
0: very exciting. That's we so have Sa de Simone, who you might have seen on the show last week. And, uh, we're going to do a really cool, um, workshop with him and it will be for our Patreon members only, which we're trying to migrate over to Patreon anyway, and we will be very soon. So jump on over cause you don't want to miss out. Uh, the link is in the bio on my Instagram, or you can go to mariamenunos.com and just click on Patreon and it'll take you right there and you can join us, um, So thank you for that. Of course, it supports us to keep on doing what we do as well. Keep on
1: keeping on. We want to
0: keep on keeping on. Guess who's not keeping on anymore? That is the Kardashians, guys. Oh,
1: gosh. Good transition, Maria. I was like,
0: let's do this now, actually. (laughs) So kind of shocking yesterday to see that Keeping Up with the Kardashians announced its final season. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I commented on Kim's post, but I have to reach out to them because I feel like gosh, it's like the end of an era they've been on for oh, 14 yeah. years, 20 seasons. Um, the final season will air in the first quarter of next year, I believe. Right.
1: Yeah. yeah
2: and I think they're actually going to probably make it two seasons. I think is the hope. Um, I was reading E might so try to crazy. stretch this production schedule mm-hmm. through 2021, but either way, production will be wrapping with this iteration of their season. So, so I actually wow. had a
0: dream about them last night. <laughs> And so this must have been so much in my head. But there was this dream I had where Chris had this alter ego named Karen. And she was like this how like ironic. weird, like kind of fun, you know, whatever, uh, alter ego. And I was like, gosh, you guys should shoot a Christmas special. And it should be like a comedy with Karen and this whole thing. I don't know. I was pitching her this whole idea in my oh dream my last God. night. But, um, but yeah, it's, it's interesting. I was reading something. I think it was in the LA Times this morning about how people are leaving television. So they might have had 800,000 viewers now wow. compared to their 4.8 a few years ago million. Yeah. And how everyone is just on social media now and people are not watching television. Yeah. And so it's it's fascinating to see like are they going to fully jump out? Are they going to go to Netflix and do right. a deal somewhere else? Um and will they get more viewers somewhere else right like maybe a Netflix will yield them more viewers than E was who knows mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. Um, E's in a transformative moment right now it seems yeah. um, it's so,
2: interesting because not only is like people are going to social media for this news but with the reality show model we're oftentimes finding out these stories in real time mm-hmm. before they break on the show so, <laughs> so true. you know if something happens with Kim and Kanye and we find out about it on our Google News app, we might not care to watch the show a year later when we're seeing it on screen.
0: Totally. That's what they were saying in the article this morning, actually. Um, Which, here's the thing. I still think it's interesting to kind of get to see the behind the scenes of those moments because you're not
1: really seeing everything. And I think that's what's kept people for so long. But but now people clip out the behind the scenes right so it's like because that's always what i've watched it's like oh here's a two minute clip of what went down between courtney and scott right yeah i wouldn't watch the whole episode yeah because they're going to give you the best yeah, moment anyway exactly exactly it's not fascinating yeah so... so who
0: knows what's going to happen um... it's such a
2: <laughs> staple though i mean it's a that show however you feel about the kardashians and personally i like them maria or uh, laura and i really kind of when we first moved to LA that was the show we fell asleep to um, <laughs> but, um, which hopefully isn't oh, offensive great. to the Kardashians I take it as a compliment it's like we're hanging out with another family but oh I mean God. like Maria you might not have had a reality show if it weren't for keeping up with the Kardashians they really set a model and template for tons mm-hmm. of even the Housewives shows I would argue did
0: they come before the, the Jessica Simpson one whatever that was Simple called Simple Life no. or, or Paris no Jessica Simpson and Nick Lachey oh, oh Newlyweds it was called Newlyweds, newlyweds. Did they, that, I don't know. Did they come before? No, no. I'm so curious. But I mean, the Osbournes are the ones that really started yes. all of this. And I think yes. they definitely were before. But there's never been anything like the Kardashians, and there never probably will be again. No. That is the most unique formula of just brilliance and so many characters and so many personalities yeah. all coming together in this beautiful big family that, you know... It's crazy. It's it's amazing. I, you know what's funny is knowing them all these years. I've only seen a few things, a few episodes. Like if I catch something flipping the channel, I've only watched a mm, little.
1: Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so it's entertaining. It's kind of that's for sure. I literally ran inside, Jeff. I was outside working, and I was like, "Oh my god, Maria!"
0: Yeah, she like screamed <laughs> it. It was like the biggest news of the the year. Crazy. It's yeah.
1: crazy. And it was just wild that they all posted too. Mm-hmm. It was insane. Oh, I mean they.
0: it's time to make your life a little easier. And to help you out, I've curated all of my essentials from Macy's for you and the whole fam. All the details are in the show notes below, or you can just click the link in the description to get your hands on them, too. I have some new picks on there. This little bomber jacket, this little black dress. You're going to love it. You know, their whole lives yeah. changed yeah, like that. Yeah. Um, crazy. But, you know, what, what's so crazy is not a lot of people could do what they did. Um, And if they did, they'd have the same kind of success. I mean, they really bared it all. And it is really, really hard to be that vulnerable um, and that honest with what's happening in your life. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's it's a lesson. It's just another lesson that if you really fully embrace who you are and you kind of let go of all the fears and the limiting beliefs you know, you'll have the success because, and as you'll hear with Gabby, like that's connection and, and, and is what connect is what helps you like succeed. Right. Yep. Um, it's, it's that vulnerability that connects you with people and they want more of that. And most people want more of it because I think they can't do it themselves. Mm, mm-hmm. So I know I'm super attracted to people who let it all hang out. Cause I'm s- still working on, being less scared of being myself I mean I put out a stupid little post joking about divorce and everyone's like
1: oh my god how dare
0: you and I'm like (laughs) okay Maria get that that strong get that that strong you know and that's such a little teeny thing but it's really hard not to be ruled by fear of what other people think when that's been ingrained in you so I, I've always applauded them for just being themselves and mm-hmm. living out loud and, and uh, you know, reaping the benefits of that. I agree. So, on to the grass cutting.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Um, as you all know, I'm a farm girl now. So, I had to take it next level. And we've been here like six weeks and we've never yeah. cut the grass. My brother cut it before we arrived and so I was on the on the car, what do you call that thing? The lawnmower, the, lawnmower. the seated lawnmower, yeah. trying to figure out how to use this thing. And I've done it before, but I don't remember and I don't want to break anything. So I'm on FaceTime with Kevin and my dad and so once we got it started now try hearing what they're saying while they're on the phone so they kept screaming at me we're only seeing the ceiling and I'm like that's because I'm trying to listen to you so I've got the phone like this I know you're seeing the ceiling right now when I show you what I'm showing you that's your moment to tell me yes or no I bring it here (laughs) so finally get my headphones and we're doing this whole back and forth I get the thing going and it's it's funny because you can't go over rocks or like the blades will break and then you have to deal with a whole other nightmare. And so I was like cautiously going around and then I hit this like little pit. So all of this stuff had grown over the pit. So I didn't see it. And then I like, and then it got stuck. And then it shut off. Yeah. And guess who couldn't turn it back on again? So then Kelsey comes out. (laughs) She's helping fill it with gas in case it had run out of gas. It wasn't the gas. And then two of us are pushing the lawnmower (laughs) trying to get it back. So I'm like, it might rain. And then this thing might get ruined being out here. But I don't know. So now I'm going to have to ask my neighbor to come over. My neighbor, Mitch. So his wife, Norma, helped me with the hornets yesterday because we had a hornet issue. Um, They've got all these nests and I put it on Instagram because what was crazy is I was looking up at the gutters where they opened up to make the nest and there was a little frog up there. Mm.
1: How the heck did a frog get up there?
2: Just making friends with the hornets, maybe.
1: I don't understand. It's a zoo. It's because yesterday you said you wanted a zoo. We said, well, you have a zoo. Yeah. And And so (laughs) Kelsey's
0: bedroom is literally covered with hornets on her windows. Hornets. And there's this huge (laughs) nest. So Norma came over and sprayed the lower level. And, you know, I don't like killing things. So that was like not fun. But I was like, okay, I don't want to be dealing with hornets on my front porch when I'm sitting there. And so her husband's going to come over at some point to do the top level with the ladder. Because I was thinking I was going to walk out onto the the ledge and do it myself. And I'm like, wait, I'm terrified of these things. The second one of them comes near me, I'm going to start running. I'm going to fall off the roof. No, no, no. So Mitch will come save us. And maybe he can get me the lawnmower going again.
1: We also tried to change a very tall light bulb yesterday, Jeff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Norma brought over her little like extender, so that the ceilings in the library
0: yeah. are insane. Yeah.
1: They're so tall. So even our <laughs> even our guy, one of our guys, was here and he didn't have a ladder tall enough. So Norma <laughs> has this thing that's a stick, right? Basically, trying to take this light bulb out of the ceiling, and I'm like, this is not going to go well. Crashes, splats sl- like, everywhere. Oh my gosh, glass everywhere. So things are really going well. Yeah, things, <laughs> are going things are going, going well.
0: <laughs> They're good. Marie, Kevin goes, do little... you want me to come out there? And I go, yes. I mean, no, but yes.
2: Yeah. Marie, you've been pretty vocal that you've enjoyed this little retreat. You mm-hmm. love your Connecticut house, but it's a lot of work. I mean, like when you think about maybe in some world living more in the boonies like you are now, does it feel worth it to you with all the adventures you are having?
0: Yes. If I've got Kevin, if yeah. I've got Kevin, it is so worth it. And my dad or whoever, like but like having to have it all fall on me and then roping Kelsey into pushing the lawnmower like no that's not ideal it's a lot for one person to manage all of this stuff it's a big property and so um yeah it makes me want to sell and move into a condo yeah
1: (laughs) right well and especially too because we got here and the house had needed a little extra love Mm -hmm. for some time so it's all happening too it's right it's, yeah yeah but it's a it, lot, But you're doing medicine. well thank you you're really doing well I'm, I'm
0: impressed thank you farm girl cooks farm girl <laughs> cleans farm girl does <laughs> shows farm girl farm girl does it all farm girl does it all um all right I'm well featuring a bunch of um cartoon animals like in Cinderella Maria helping you do accomplish
2: all these tasks it's <laughs> friends with the animals
0: well every day there's a new animal adventure whether it's you know the salamander or the lizard I'm trying to resuscitate <laughs> or the frogs I mean there's so much going on here Um, But since we're talking about Connecticut, I got to let you guys know, of course, you know that I'm passionate about health and wellness, but being here in the Connecticut countryside has definitely left me lacking some of my favorite healthy options. We've talked about this if you've been watching this week until now. So I'm going to tell you about my recent obsession with Thrive Market, which delivers healthy organic products right to my front door. On our show, we talk about getting better in all areas of life, whether it's finances or health or wellness, even self-care. And with Thrive Market, I've been able to do all three. It's like having Whole Foods delivered directly to my doorstep. It's insane. So Thrive is like a farmer's market online, guys, featuring only the world's highest quality products, excuse me, from amazing grocery items, pantry staples, and of course, beauty products. Now, personally, I've been enjoying my Triple Action fruit and veggie wash. Um, I've gotten so many different things from Thrive Market already. And uh, the box is pretty. Everything comes really nice. And so with past guests like Dr. Christy Funk imploring the dangers of cancer-causing GMOs and additives, I love that Thrive offers me easy, convenient, non-GMO options with a simple click. It's like I'm getting the whole Whole Foods experience without the price or the hassle of actually having to drive there and go do it all, um, which is very helpful right now. So Thrive Market is like an upscale Costco, guys. It's got a small membership fee. You get bulk prices on premium upscale items. That's 20 to 50% off retail. So you save an average of $30 on each order. It's amazing. And one other thing that I love about Thrive Market is that their membership comes with a mission. So every paid Thrive Market membership sponsors a free one for someone in need. So you do good as well. If you're a fan of the show, you know how important it is to take your health seriously. And now you can do it on a budget with Thrive Market. So go to thrivemarket.com backslash better together to check it out. Uh, by going through my landing page, of course, you help us and you benefit the show, the company, and most importantly yourself. Because if you join today, they're going to give you a free gift up to twenty-four dollars in value. So eat healthy, take care of yourself, and thrive. Which is one click. One more time. That is thrivemarket.com/backslash/bettertogether. Um, very very exciting find. Very exciting. Thrive Market has been for my life. Mm-hmm. It's like now between Amazon and Thrive, I'm like, yep, don't need anything. I don't need to like drive anywhere. It's amazing. It really is. Because when you live in the boonies, it's nice. And by the way, even when you don't live in the boonies, like I don't know if when I'm in LA, I'm going to be driving Mm -hmm. anywhere when I know I can just click on my little Thrive and buy everything I need and have it shipped to the house. And I'm benefiting. I'm actually getting a huge savings.
1: Well, and no one wants to go to the store right now. Yeah, it's scary there. Yeah, I don't want to go to the store. Well, also,
0: I feel like a lot of people have a hard time when they have health. If their health is compromised, they have a hard time kind of knowing what to get and where to get. So, Thrive also is you know curating the best stuff so you can trust them and you can go Mm -hmm. on and they'll make it a little easier for you. And you know, people don't feel comfortable going into those like health food stores that they don't know a lot on. So it's it's a really easy experience. So I hope you guys will enjoy it. It's definitely um, something I'm very excited about and I'm proud to partner with them. So, let's get to Miss Gabby. So, fans of the show already know, of course, Gabby Bernstein who is considered one of the foremost thought leaders in modern day spiritual conversations. She's a New York Times bestselling author of eight books on spirituality and she's passionate about empowering people with strategies to attract and live the life they've always dreamed of. Her newest book, an Audible original titled You Are the Guru: 6 Messages to Move Through to move you through difficult times with certainty and faith could not be better timed. And she is joining us today from the same state. We are in the same state. Uh, Gabby, thank you so much for being here.
3: Mama, if you only knew, if my audio sounds crazy, let me know. If you only knew what just happened before I came on, this is the best moment ever. Oh, no. No. My camera went out and like, I'm tech woman right now, right? My camera went out, my light <laughs> broke, my audio stuff. <laughs> and I called Zach, my husband, and I was like, he's like, you can do this. You can figure this out. Oh, stop. Get <laughs> out, guys, I worked it out. So we're here, I worked it out.
0: I love mm-hmm. it. Well, you look great, you're lit, I can hear you and I can see you, so this is perfect.
3: As you can see and hear me, we're good.
0: You see, Thanks. I think spiritually you were catching some of our, like, everything just keeps failing disease over <laughs> yeah, here.
1: sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Shit just keeps happening. The nice
3: thing, though, about doing anything media related right now is that there's so much room for error and so it's like, if you mess up, you just laughing his ass off of the court. But if you mess up, it's like, okay, well, let's move on. This is where we're at. I know. Florida.
0: I know. There's like a collective understanding and a collective forgiveness for all things I feel like right now. Yeah. Right? That's right.
3: <clears throat> yes. A collective. For-
0: all right, friends, let's talk about something we all do snack. Trust me, I've definitely overindulged in the past. But as you know, I am focused.
3: Forgiveness for all things right now. I'm going to quote you on that. Thank you, Maria. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I just feel like, you know, we're when you're all kind of dealing with the same situation. I don't know when we've ever been in a time like this, other than, I mean, when we dealt with terrorism with 9 11, we were kind of all dealing with the same thing and the same fears. And I'm sure in wartime and all of that. But this was kind of different because it's,
3: it's, mm-hmm. Global. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It's global. It's um, it's. God, I, I think that no one is, is getting away with kind of avoiding it. I think that there's no human that can avoid the circumstances of these times, and that comes along with a lot of responsibility for each individual. Because it's not like, you know, when certain things are happening across the world, you can numb out, you could you could pretend like it's not your problem because it's not where you live or whatever it may be. But right now we are all in this together. And that 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 numbing out is not an option for any of us at this time.
0: How have you changed since the beginning of the pandemic to now? I mean, even down to are you loosening up a little? Are you thinking like, okay, we have to learn how to live with this?
3: So <clears throat> that's a good question. I've changed in different ways. So first all, I'll say that I, I personally have changed in the most ama- amazing ways. I've, I've had such a radical shift in my energy. I've strangely never been more at ease. Something about the early days of going into the uh, lockdown or whatever we were in, <laughs> you know, stay-at-home orders, I, I think all, for every human, a lot came up. So when things come up for me, I show up for them. So I did a ton of work with, with Tammy, who you know, our, our, the EMDR therapist that you interviewed on the show. I did a lot of work with somatic experiencing, uh, all the, a lot of different uh, energy work on my body so that I could move a lot of this stagnation through me. And I've really come out the other side. So I'm psyched to say that I'm living through this horrific experience with a lot of hope and faith. So I can actually stand behind the principles that I teach and preach. Now, with regard to how I have things changed in terms of like, how flexible am I in the world? I don't go anywhere, Maria. (laughs) I have days where I weeks, days and days, maybe over a week where I may not leave the house. And it's not because I'm, I'm just trying to be respectful of the world and i think that first of all many people have to go places you have to go to the grocery store you have to go you know whatever you have, to, you have to go to work there's a lot of things that we have to do but i am of the mindset that the more like loose we are about things the the i don't know it, it's that there's a lot of judgment when people sort of have their own ways of doing this quarantine thing but right jeff's like yep mm-hmm. so we we but so we don't want to judge other people's experience but from my personal perspective i feel like the more out I am, the more I could affect others in my world, mm. including my child and my husband, and and trying to conceive. So personally, I'm treating myself like a high risk person because I want to have, um, I want to be pregnant soon. Yeah. So there's that, but there's also just this sort of the the less we all do, the more we all support each other, and that's you know it's a tough thing to accept, but it's true, and I have to speak for that. I really want to.
0: I have to ask you, since you mentioned that, do you have any fears associated with getting pregnant right now or did you, that you had to work through?
3: You know, I'm doing all right around it. I would say that uh, I'm grateful that it's taken as long as it has because the longer I've had to wait to conceive, the closer I get to it to delivering at a time when there's less of a problem. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of been my 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 silver lining in this whole thing. Uh, but I, I don't feel nervous in the sense of the day to day because I'm just going to stay home and, and do my thing. But uh, I, I do I do get sort of a, a, another level of 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 urgency around it. I think that if I wasn't trying to 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 be a pregnant person during a pandemic, Maybe I would be a little bit more relaxed so yeah. there's a bit of there's a bit of a con- higher level of consciousness around the situation
0: Well I was talking to a friend who's trying right now yesterday and you know we were talking about the surrogate situation with us and how you know we're hoping by the end of the year she'll you know be cleared to go and and get implanted and she was like does it matter because we've talked about relocating and stuff like that and she's like does it matter with your surrogate where you are and I said well I don't kind of think so you can't go to the doctor's appointments and that's kind of a thing like I wonder even like knowing Zach might not be able to come with you to appointments what if he can't be there for delivery like I think of all of those things
3: well you know the interesting thing is is that Um, My husband is useless in the delivery room. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, poor Zach! (laughs) He passes out when he sees blood. He just like literally lands on the floor. So he he makes things a little bit more difficult. Um, So I would, if I had a choice of one person, I would definitely have a doula, my doula, and not my husband. (laughs) Dead.
0: That's amazing. Um, And
3: it doesn't mean that I would want him to be there when the baby was born. I would want him to walk right in the door, but just you know, he'd be happier with that commitment as well. I think.
0: Hilarious. Hilarious. Yeah. Do you have any um, advice for people who are worried about that?
3: I do. I have a gift for everyone that's birthing right now. You can give it in the show notes. I have um, a birthing affirmations that I recorded because I practice something called hypnobirthing, which we can give to your surrogate too. We should give her this uh, birthing affirmations if she's open to it. Uh, The birthing affirmations are me recorded affirmations uh, over uh a track that just really repeats these positive affirmations about our ability to birth and our the strength of our body and the power of spirit that's within us and around us and it's uh it's a gift i just have it as a as a gift online so i'll give you guys this for the show notes and that's something i've been giving a lot of mamas right now so that they can feel uh supported and hear my voice to to guide them at that at at that critical moment in time oh
0: that's so so cool
3: that's a good one yeah
0: i love that um, you know, before the pandemic hit, you know, you were doing a lot of touring, and so mm. your business has probably shifted, um, to a degree at least. Um, how have you handled all of those things in the pandemic?
3: So, for me, speaking publicly wasn't a huge part of my business. In that, like, I wasn't, uh, like, I wasn't speaking as my Main vocation, but it's my art, and it's my passion. So it would be like you know taking a piano away from a pianist.
1: Mm -hmm.
3: So I've had to be nimble, and I've had to adjust. I was just so sort of stuck in the ways that I was able to get online and use the internet to get. I've been I've been booked for a bunch of talks that are like this right but it's not with you there isn't another person i'm connecting to so i'm just in front of the camera for an hour with no feedback and i come downstairs and my husband's like so how was the talk and i was like boring you know (laughs) so important about having that connection so it's developing a new skill set of recognizing how to really tune into the connectedness recognizing and accepting that people are with me even if i can't see them and just staying in super alignment with what it is that I'm sharing regardless of the feedback which is which is truly the the greatest challenge for any artist would be to say can you channel the 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 energy when even when there aren't people giving you that feedback loop so that's that's a gift in that the other thing that's been a great gift that's come of this maria is i have this I started to feel like, okay, one of my favorite things about doing live events is doing the QA. And you've seen me live. I mean, you see how mm-hmm. like lit up I get when I'm in totally the live QA. So I was just so sad that I couldn't do my QA. So I started using Instagram to do this show that I call Dear Gabby. And so every Wednesday for an hour, I get on and I bring random people from all over the world. I have no idea who these people are. I bring them on to my show. I see them, I see them face to face, I talk to them i dear gabby them they come with their dear gabby question anything today we talked about suicide we talked about addiction we talked about mental illness we talked about anxiety we talked about manifesting bullying i mean every topic covered in this show and this show i mark my words will be something far more than instagram it's something that i'm definitely going to be bringing into the world that is being brought into the world in a bigger way so that came out of this sort of obstacle which turned into this major opportunity to support far more people than I would if it was just a thousand people in a room now it could be several thousand people Mm -hmm. on the internet so there is you know we have to right now look at these things or we can we can I could walk around and be like my stage was taken from me and be all mad about it or I could say well what am I going to do with the situation that I've been gifted
0: to do anything else. It is incredible. I love it. Frizz free up your schedule with way. Go to the way T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter the promo code heel squad for 15% off any product. That's the way T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com promo code Heal squad. Trust me, you won't regret it.
3: Uh, how am I going to show up for it? What are the, what are the positive uh, things that are going to come of this? Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's so many, there's so many beautiful things and y- yes you travel a lot too. I'm sure you're probably happy to be put for a little while. I know I am. Mm -hmm. Uh, Although I wouldn't mind getting on a plane at this point, but uh, it's been nice to be in one place. And then the biggest silver lining of all is this bond that I've been able to establish with my son because for the first three months of COVID, we didn't have any childcare. So we were just really nervous about what that was. And so we were really full-time parents and full-time business owners and full-time author and everything else. So I got a really deeply bond with my son which is the most important thing in my life
0: so cool I just I I love getting to ask that and have people watch you know every time like the the punch came we went boop and here we're gonna pivot and Mm boop here we're gonna pivot so it's 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 helpful for people to see that um you know it, it really is about kind of how you handle adversity, how you're going to respond rather than just sitting there and reacting and complaining, how you're going to say, okay, well, let me see, this is the gift that is going to propel me into something bigger and to shift, um, to shift out of something that I was, I thought was so amazing. And now, you know, having to talk to the camera alone, all I could think of right then was, wow, what a gift Mm -hmm. to be able to hone that skill yeah. Um. You would have never done it. You would never choose to do that. I would never choose to do that. Okay. I was going to speak at Tony Robbins event in um Florida and I was fully prepared to suck because I was like, I need people. I've got, these mm-hmm. are our beliefs, right? Mm-hmm. And we'll talk a little bit about beliefs, but I had such strong beliefs that I needed people live to connect to, to feel that energy so that I could be my best and then when I got there, I realized, well, energy is energy. They're all on a Zoom. I'm seeing their faces. I'm feeling their energy regardless. And it wasn't just about that. It was about what I was going to give to them and what I was delivering that was making me excited. And then they're getting excited receiving. And then there was that connection anyway, whether we were in person or not. So it's, it's kind of cool.
3: And what tony is doing too and being able to see people look if you can see somebody it, it really helps yeah he's also has such a setup that guy that is such a cool thing i watched the videos of you there with all of the people and you can see everyone and mm-hmm. there's a major energy that can happen when you can see that many people lit up even if it's on a screen so there's a lot, I thank God for technology right now.
0: Yeah, I know. Well, I want to talk a little bit about beliefs, um, because I feel like one of the the tougher parts of this pandemic is we all have our own beliefs about what's happening, what's going to happen, how things are going. And I think that it can really take over in such a negative way. Um, Talk a little bit about Beliefs and and how you kind of, um, how you see it and how you help people shift out of maybe the limiting beliefs?
3: So I hear a lot of the same story coming up over and over again, whether it's on Dear Gabby or if it's an an inbox email or a DM from somebody. People are feeling really stuck and they're feeling a lot of lack. They're feeling that they uh, are angry and feeling resentful of their circumstances the message that i always return to is what are we going to do with this life that we're living what are we going to do with it when we are faced with adversity we have a moment in time where we are really given the opportunity to be face planted with our belief systems It's easy to kind of ignore our belief systems when we have a lot of things to distract us. But when it's in our face, when those distractions are taken away, we have to show up for our inner world in a way that we never have before. So we have this opportunity right now to really go closer into and look more more closely at the belief systems that have held us back and do our part to reorganize them now some of that reorganization is deep and it has to happen in a therapeutic setting and some of it can happen just by a choice you make right now you just say you know i'm going to choose to focus on what's thriving rather than what's lacking or i'm going to choose to focus on the opportunities rather than the obstacles so it depends on how big and deep the belief is some beliefs are really deep they go they they go deep so you got to do a little therapy on it or a lot of therapy on it that's okay there's a lot of therapists out there that are doing great work right now (laughs) there's also beliefs that that we can but when it's smaller beliefs or the this the traumatic beliefs that are trauma with a small t right that we can kind of adjust a little bit more easily those are the belief systems that we have more power over and we can use the power of positive thinking to really reorganize our thoughts that's been my path right now my path right now has been really conscious of what it is that i'm thinking and what it is that i'm feeling so that i can bring a better energy to my household and to my work and to everything that i do
0: do you have an example of one that you worked through recently
3: yeah yes totally well i lived for many years with the belief system of uh nobody can help me i've got to do it all myself nobody can help me when this when everything hit a lot of things got restructured in my business some people left our company that had been with us for 10 years then people stepped up, new people came in to be hired. And in that time, I realized I've got this fresh start. i don't I don't want to go back to the old patterns that were really probably affecting me, my my team, the whole thing. So I did a lot of personal growth work around the belief that I'm that nobody can show up for me. I did some some EMGR, like we've talked about. I did some work with somatic experiencing, which is really about releasing it from the body. And then I did a lot of spiritual work around it, really grounding myself in a new belief system. Now, I'm really proud to say within a very short period of time with a new team, a new energy, a new attitude, that pattern that lived with me for so many years has dissipated. It's not that it will never (laughs) show up again, but it's not something that I believe in anymore. So if it does show up, I can say, oh, you know, that's not really true.
0: I've never done somatic work.
3: Hmm. It's your next step. You know, (laughs) I'll start like giving you new therapeutic tools.
0: I love it. Well, Tammy was game changing.
3: Rock your world. And I have somebody for you and he'd be great to have on the show as well.
0: Yeah, it would be great to talk to him and and learn about it and then absolutely implementing it because I feel like we all have so many things, whether they're big or small, that we have to be continuously working on and then new things pop up and, you know. Mm -hmm.
3: Mm -hmm. And we really have to get it out of the body right now because we're stagnant. We're, many of us are at home or we're not moving. Maybe many people are moving more than ever because they're exercising more, but there's a lot of stagnation and stagnant energy. And so when we're in that stagnant place, we have to really be conscious of what's happening in the body. And the beautiful thing about somatic experiencing work, which is founded by Dr. Peter Levine, and it's uh, it's one of the most transformational therapies for trauma, but also just in general for just just shifting energy out of your body and changing your patterns. It. It's about addressing the body, not so much this, the, the the thought systems. Mm-hmm. So we do so much work around, like, what are you thinking? And what's that story and the story and the story and the story. But with S E you don't have to even get into the story. You can get, you'll you go right into the body. Yeah, It's great work. It's really good work.
0: Oh, I can't wait to learn more about it. Um, okay. So throughout this pandemic, at some point you decided you were going to write this book. Um, and um, you know... There are six guiding principles that I figured we would go through today, excuse me, to help people in this time. So I wanna go through the six with you and have you explain to everybody um, what they are and how they will help them in their lives.
3: Yeah. And the cool thing about this book is that I actually pressed send on the manuscript to Audible, my publisher the same week that we got that lockdown message. So as soon as I, we were like, oh, okay, you know, everybody go home where this is a pandemic. I press send on you are the guru. I looked at my in my email and I said, this is wild. Hmm. God has plans. I could never contemplate myself. It I could not have dreamed of a more timely message than the one that has come through now. Of course, I was able to have a little bit of a window to adjust the content even more to address COVID, to address uh, the, all the racial injustice, to address the the given circumstances. So that was cool too to be able to really take what I'd already written and then just completely drive home the message from the in the in the manuscript. So it's been it's been a privilege to be able to kind of take this home at this time. The messages are meant for us to strengthen our faith and our resilience and our hope in difficult and uncertain times. What happens often when we're in these times, we can maybe go into a personal growth practice or go to therapy or try something, but our brain is so scattered that it's hard to have that focal point, have that anchor. So what I intended with this book was to give these six principles these six messages as almost like sutras. And a sutra is a message that's easy to remember. It's Mm -hmm. a a phrase that's easy to remember. It's something easy to reference. It was often given to people and they couldn't read because it was just something that they could just turn, a thought that they could turn to that would be their spiritual message. So these messages are easy to remember, very simple to follow. In some cases, they may not be as simple to follow given how, how far down the road of fear someone may have gone. But there's practical messages and lessons and practices throughout this audible that give the listener the chance to really take the practice into their own life.
0: I love that you um, you. That you voice it over too. I feel like I haven't done an audible in so long. Um, and it's always refreshing for me to realize, oh, authors do their own voice. Because whenever I have a book and it's not the author, I get really frustrated.
3: <laughs> it's no easy thing. This Reading a reading a book to for Audible or for an audio book is really hard. But I've done it now. I've done it for seven of my eight books. I'm actually about to read my first book that never had an audio. I'm oh, going to oh. read that one for Audible. So every one of my books will be read by me. But the the first time I remember I sat down to read my book, Spirit Junkie, I, could, I was so bad. They were like, okay, we might need to add a day for this recording. No way. <laughs> it was so bad. But you get better and better at it. The other thing that also happened for me this time around is I didn't want to go into the studio because it was the early days of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And I just frankly was like, I got to get set up at home. So I set up, so Audible sent me a whole recording studio set up, and I've got a recording studio now over in the corner of my office. Uh, I'm actually building out a recording studio in my home now, a real one that I can walk into, because it's kind of what's going to happen. It's where I'm at. So funny.
0: My husband's so funny, because I remember at some point a few years ago, he was like, he gutted the garage and he goes, this is your future. And oh. I was like, what is he talking about? He's such a weirdo. And then mm-hmm. he did it here too. So I have studios on both coasts and I'm like, Oh my
3: God. It's like he knew. It, it's so funny. Cause I was thinking about your husband when, my, when Zach was giving me this whole video setup Cause I was like, he like it was almost like he had a download i mean in my case we've been forced into the situation he, you, your husband knew already but he had the psychic premonition but actually sort of like researched everything he got nerdy about it it's kind of fun
0: i love it well you guys need to ask if you ever need help we can always we've i was actually done this a few times
3: to be running his, these ideas by by Kev, now.
0: yeah anytime anytime mm-hmm. um in the middle of a renovation he went out and built our friend Sean's studio because he was putting together something at the house, and Kevin just can't have somebody he loves just do like a half-assed job. So right. he went over there and he built him the most insane studio like overnight. So yeah, if you need help, we're here. Um, okay,
3: we'll be out about that.
0: Let's go through the six um, the six guiding principles. So the first one is see through the lens of love.
3: This one, Maria, could not be more timely relevant and important than it is right now. This is a message about connecting to the truth of who we are. We are people who are based and grounded in the strength and the knowing of love. The core of who we are does not see separation. It's the developmental traumatic events throughout our life that have created racism that have created uh, beliefs of better than and less than bullies and all of the separation that we see in the world that we live in today so to undo those belief systems we have to learn to see through the lens of love this is something that i believe is being challenged for all folks right now because whether you feel like the victim of the world or whether you feel like the you're, you're, you're grounded in your own belief systems about others, there is a tinge of love within us that's saying, this doesn't feel right. So many people are going to get you know even more rooted in their separate belief systems. But if someone's listening to this book, this audio book, they definitely have it within them to begin the practices of seeing through the lens of love. That practice is really about recognizing ourselves and other people recognizing our interconnectedness, seeing ourselves in the shoes of somebody else. So having to, to go through a difficult situation and see somebody suffering and try to put yourself in their shoes for a moment to recognize and identify the, the pain and the suffering that they may be experiencing.
0: Okay. I have a question on that. So I can put myself in the other person's shoes so much that I get confused <laughs> because if I can see all sides, then how do you find a solution if you see all sides?
3: I think it's about releasing sides. The the So there's a lot. This is a big topic. There's a lot to unpack here, okay? <clears throat> but if... there's two things one is that you say that you see yourself in somebody else's shoes you get overwhelmed so that's that empathic nature that you have which is one of the most beautiful characteristics that you have but for many of us so-called empaths we can also be at risk because we can start to take on the energy of others take on the energy of people's fears take on the energy of people's discomfort so that may resonate with you that's something just to continue to look at and be cautious of so that we don't become so overwhelmed. Because at that stage of overwhelm, we can't actually even do any good. Yeah, We're just sort of flat out in that chaotic state. The other element here is that when we recognize ourselves in somebody else, or we try to put ourselves in somebody else's shoes and we feel that pain and suffering, we don't have to stay there, but we have to do something with it. We have to let that be a motivating factor to strengthen our own daily activism, to strengthen our voice when it comes to uh, helping others become less apathetic, to really awakening to the injustices in the world and not just sort of ignoring them or being present when when it's being asked of us, but being present all the time. The seeing through the lens of love also means that we can see our loved ones who trigger us through the lens of love that we can recognize that someone who's attacking us is not necessarily a bad person, that they're just suffering and they're sick.
0: Okay, but Mm -hmm. how do you deal with that though? So that's what I'm thinking about right now. I'm thinking about somebody who's deeply traumatized me, who is in a lot of pain, who has a lot of issues. And I'm like, oh gosh, like I I think I just got to jump in and try to help figure it out for this person because I can understand, I can put myself in their shoes. But at the same time, I know what my shoes have felt like, too. So then you're like, wait, where do you draw the line on people that hurt you and say, this is not healthy for me? But sometimes you feel like you could help them back. I mean, it's kind of a confusing thing.
3: I got you. You pray for them.
0: I did, yeah.
3: Keep going. because And, and you release them. You forgive them and you release them. And forgiveness is a big part of that first step in the audible, which is, really about recognizing that we may not have the actual ability to change someone, but we have the ability to change our perception of them. When we change our perception of them, we actually strengthen them, we give them more hope, we give them more faith, we give them more love, we give them the potential to change and grow on their own. We've released them of the judgment and the attack that we've placed upon them. So it's, the answer really is quite much more simple than you've been making it you don't have to fix anything you pray mm. and you pray for them to have everything you want for yourself you pray for them to be free from whatever it is that's plaguing them and making them attack in the ways that they have it's big
0: so you pray but then also it's kind of your shift in your energy that they'll feel on the other end
3: oh 100 so when we forgive or when we pray or when we surrender something or someone It can get resolved naturally because we have released it it's when we're trying to control something that we get in the way that we get in the way of the healing that we get in the way of the manifestation that we get in the way of the of the natural order of things
0: yeah not easy when you're controlling kind of
1: type it
3: the-
0: <laughs> when you're like oh I think I could fix this and and um, this is what that- this person needs
3: <laughs> no 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 <laughs>
0: okay okay
3: hmm. these jars by the way are my new favorite thing in quarantine
0: <laughs> what is it just a mason jar
3: a mason jar but I really just have like this like joy <laughs> of drinking out of a straw same. Oh, my God.
0: <laughs> ah, I love it. I love it. (laughs) Meanwhile, I'm only asking for a friend, guys. This is not for me. I'm asking for a friend. No, but seriously, I'm asking because I know so many people are in these situations. And I know because I know (laughs) I'm not the only one. And if you can guide me through, you're guiding them through it. Because especially where everyone's living with each other, maybe they weren't living with them before. They're confronted with these things so head on in such a big way. Um, And it could be in the world. It could be in your home. Um it's it's challenging.
3: Yeah and 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 some of it is just having the willingness to forgive. You don't have to know how to forgive. You become willing to forgive and that willingness is a prayer in itself.
0: Interesting. Okay. Um seeing through the lens of love. Um surrender to creative solutions.
3: This one's great. Great, great, great. We all need it more than we've ever needed it before. When everything around us is changing. We have to change with it. So are we going to resist the change or are we going to surrender to it and welcome creative solutions? So this is a practice about really opening up our receptivity to identify and recognize that when we get back into alignment with what I refer to as spirit or God or universe or super attractor power, energy of love, When we get back into alignment with that presence that's when we can start to hear and listen to the intuitive guidance that's available to us at all times it's when we push and control like we were saying before that we actually deflect those creative solutions so through surrender we open up to creative solutions and in this uh in this message i give a lot of practices on how to surrender and how to release attachments so that those creative solutions can be revealed to us It's imperative that we live in a a way of of opening up to creative solutions at this time because otherwise we are going to be really uncomfortable.
0: Yeah, well, if you don't, you're that person that's just hanging on to the past and complaining about what was and why it isn't anymore. Um, Mm. And what people don't realize, I think, is that exactly what you said, you get stuck and it's not good for you. The rest of the world's going to keep moving on right mm-hmm. so you might have a few people as as Kevin will say on the bar stool next to you complaining with you cool but you guys are just going to stay there right it it doesn't take a lot to just kind of get over that next hurdle and you know i always say if if you have to surround yourself with different people you do whatever it takes to kind of get your mojo back to kind of on yeah. track right
3: yeah and creative solutions are given to us when we align with the desire, when we really let go, when we release that control. You anyone watching probably has had an experience, maybe at some point of kind of giving up, like giving up control or practicing surrender, or just saying like, "I guess I can't mm-hmm. do anything about it." And then something wildly synchronistic can step in, or an idea that we couldn't otherwise have had. So surrender and surrender more allowing those creative solutions to come through
0: yeah so what's um what's a good example um that you share in the book for a solution
3: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so i have a personal experience actually that's not in the book recently Ooh. that i can an example of okay but i was trying to sort of uh fix something that I had, a mistake I had made, right? And I was trying to, with a, with a friendship, with a relationship, and I was trying to force it and force it and force it, and, and everything just kept getting worse because the more I tried to control the outcome, the worse it got. So I got into a daily habit, a daily prayer practice of just just offering it up and saying, I don't know the answer, but I'm willing to receive creative solutions. And just affirming that i don't have the answer i'm willing to receive creative solutions and this happened even just two days ago where once i just let it go everything started to just relax i started to feel better about it i didn't have so much tension in that friendship anymore and all of a sudden the next morning i woke up and i heard do this thing i'm not going to say it out loud because i don't want to give too much away but do this specific thing it was like an inner wisdom an inner guidance system and it was the exact thing I needed to do to really resolve the situation. So it was giving it away that allowed it to be presented to me. And so I think that anytime we uh, really say, this is not for me to figure out, I'm gonna give it over. That's when an inspired idea can come through. So if you're holding on to something right now, the outcome of a job, the outcome of a relationship, if you're trying to control another person, whatever it is that you're holding on to, just get into this prayer. I can't control this, I'm open to a creative solution. Or just even simply saying, I welcome creative solutions. That affirmation is a prayer to the universe. That affirmation is a form of surrender. And when we start to get into the habit of it, that message alone has the power to heal. And that's actually the cool thing about this book is that that there's practices in every single message, several practices in every message, but there's also just the simplicity of saying the message out loud. Mm. If you just say the message out loud, it has power. Got it. it a- I,
0: yeah. I have a question. So ever since I started studying, you know, all of these, you know, these things in the universe, whether it's um, through you and through Esther Hicks and all of that, I've been confused in my prayers. Am I asking God or am I asking the universe? Mm. Is that a weird thing?
3: No, it's all semantics, really. just <laughs> All my work is about helping people. And, and I think it was in my book, The Universe Has Your Back. There's a whole lesson on how to create a faith statement. Mm-hmm. What's so important about that, might have been in Super might have been Universe, I, I don't even remember. They're all like one book now. But that message, that practice is so valuable because we just need to, it doesn't matter what words we call on, it's that we call upon it, whatever it may be for us. So I always say, I don't care what you call it. All I care about is that you call upon it. So if there's, there's a word, you could use those words interchangeably, Universe, God, Spirit, Grandma, whatever you want or you can just really claim what that means to you based on your religious beliefs or based on Mm -hmm. a faith statement or based on something that you channel as you're writing. Whatever it needs to come through will come through for you.
0: It's cool. By the way, I really love Dear Gabby too. That keeps like popping into my head and I'm like, oh my God, so genius.
3: Oh yeah, I'm telling you it's the thing.
0: I can't wait to hear more about it. Um, The third one is inspired action clears the path. What do you mean by clears the path?
3: Mm, So this is a great one because whenever we are stuck, it's because we are disconnected from spirit. So spirit meaning inspiration. And so as my late mentor and friend, Dr. Wayne Dyer would say, when we're in spirit, we're inspired. When we are feeling stuck, but we then take any action that's in, that's coming from a place of inspiration, that stuckness starts to unravel. So, for instance, let's say, uh, you know, I like to cook. So if I'm feeling really stuck or I'm having a, a hard day or something's up for me or relationship suffering, I can go downstairs and cook. And that's really inspiring for me. And I'll put on some music and I'll make a meal. And just in an hour, I can change my energy because i've taken an inspired action so it will clear out whatever it was that was blocking me before any inspired action it doesn't have to be an action that's towards a goal it can just be any inspired action will clear the path but if you are actually trying to do something let's say you're trying to attract a new job or get a new job right now instead of every single day waking up and being like it's terrible there's so much unemployment there's no jobs for me blah 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 and getting so stuck in the story just stay in daily actions that are inspiring to you your energy will change you'll become more of a magnet and i guarantee you'll have a much easier time getting landing that next job i I can promise it i promise it inspired action clears the path i mean it
0: so so true so true i mean the laws of attraction have have proven that right
3: it really is. It really is. Because when you're inspired, you're in spirit. And when you're in spirit, you're a super attractor. You're a magnet.
0: It's so cool. That's so helpful to remember. Um, next, number four is in stillness we receive.
3: This one is my go-to. You always come back to it. It's meditation. It's being in stillness. It's really allowing ourselves to get into alignment with our breath, with our inner inner wisdom or inner, an inner state of stillness allows an inner state of peace within us. So this may be new for someone. They may have met, never meditated before. The beauty is there's several meditations throughout the Audible Original, and they're really, be, they're very easy meditations. And the next message is actually loving kindness meditation. And the message in this one is really just about grounding and, and getting still and and he, and really clearing the stagnant energy because when we actually allow ourselves to be still again that's when inspiration can move through it's when we're in that frenetic state that we are controlling Mm -hmm. that we are blocking we're trying to make things happen so a stillness practice is required of all of us i believe at this time
0: how often are you in stillness and is it total stillness total quiet
3: yeah i meditate in the morning right when i wake up Uh, Then I have a 40-minute meditation practice from 12 to 12.40 every day except for Wednesday. I stop at 12.30 for Dear Gabby, but 12.40 I meditate so for 40 minutes midday. It's also just at that point where I really need like a recharge, Mm -hmm. Uh, that 40 minutes is just, just super recharging for me and energizing for me. I
0: love it. Number five, compassion creates connection.
3: This one has some amazing methods in it. There's a loving kindness meditation in this one. This one, it's it's the most important thing we could be applying in our life right now. I know that I keep saying that about every single message, but this one's the big one. We have to develop a level of compassion for ourselves and for others. What I've done in this uh, message is also giving you practices for how to develop a way of speaking to yourself that's a more kind and compassionate method of of, of communicating to yourself because i I actually posted this the other day that say nice things to yourself you're the only one listening right Ah. so we're always you know just often just putting ourselves down or attacking ourselves in really sad ways and so we have to do our part to really become more conscious of how we treat ourselves with our thoughts and our words this this message and this 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 part of the book will really give the listener this great ability to start to develop self-compassion. When we start to develop self-compassion, it's much easier to be compassionate towards others.
0: Very true. Uh, the last one is you are the guru. So a lot of people don't know what that even means. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's start off with what it actually means and how do you unlock the power of that guru inside of you
3: well what happens for anyone that embarks on a personal growth journey whether it be spiritual or whether it be a tony robbins or something that's going to be uh that's going to change you from the inside whenever we make that kind of commitment we start to identify a part of ourselves that is the voice of love, the voice of our higher self, the voice of of wisdom, the voice of compassion, the voice of inspiration, the voice of connection, the voice that sees through the lens of love. Uh, in IFS therapy and to internal family systems, it call, it's called the self or the big S. So it's it's that that inner being within all of us that is the teacher. It's the it's the voice that says. You got this. It's the voice that says, here's a moment of compassion. It's the voice that gives you the strength when you have so much doubt. And it's the voice that can be there to support all the other parts of you that may be crumbling when things are falling apart. So this final chapter, this final message is about really accepting, honoring, acknowledging, and developing the teacher within each of us. To recognize that no person outside of us can be our teacher, can be can be well, they can be our teacher, but they can't be our guru. They can't be our source of of inspiration or love. Because if we make anyone else outside of us that source, that person, when that person fucks up, because they will, Maria, you know, mm-hmm. they will. Something will get messed up. Yep. When that when that idol falls, you fall with them. Yeah you have to learn to rely on the inner wisdom and strength within you and develop a connection to that higher self so that yes you can learn from others yes you can be inspired by others yes you can be mentored but you're not going to put your well-being happiness safety security inspiration joy in the hands of another human the really there's a really big sort of aha moment at the end of this audible where I share that these this book was originally based on five sutras from a guru that I perceived to have at one stage. About two months before I finished the manuscript, I got news that this guru was actually a very bad dude, sexually, you know, had raped people and sexually abused women and just really took advantage. Uh or just a lot of what we've been hearing over and over in the metoo movement that this is obviously quite shattering embarrassing i quoted this person the, the person was dead but it was someone that you know it was like a guru right so i had you know been been the victim of that not the victim but the the uh, i'd experienced exactly that thing of putting someone on a pedestal and seeing them fall and then you fall with them so I look back at the manuscript and I realized, holy shit, You know, while these, these sutras were, in, were inspiration, every single word in this book and every single message and every single lesson is my own. So I don't actually have to change anything. I didn't have to change a single word of the book. I changed the actual phrasing, the messages, made them mine. I, in some ways, adjusted them completely, but I didn't actually change the content. And I added the sixth message. Which is that you are the guru.
0: Hmm.
3: Really drive home that we can't place our security and safety and faith in somebody else. Yeah. From us.
0: I think that's such a hard thing because, you know, we're all, you know, kind of taught to look outward for affirmation and, you know, you want your parents to approve. And, you know, from youth, you're looking outward. To see if you're on the right track Mm -hmm. and so I think we all kind of need to hear that and really work on that because if you're strong on the inside and you're you know kind of um, you know what what you have inside of you you'll never ever need anybody else right Um,
3: that is that is the message and it's not that we don't need others it's that we don't need others to be our source of safety and happiness yeah so we do as human species need to rely on other human beings but and it's not about not relying on others but it's about really knowing that you that yourself can can serve you and heal you and support you
0: yeah
3: developmental thing and Another form of therapy I would highly recommend for developing that that connection is IFS therapy and, and that's internal family systems, which I will highly recommend again on the show. I love recommending Whoa,
0: IFS.
3: Big one. Did you just
0: hear my jaw crack in like 20 places just now? <laughs> my jaw just cracked everywhere.
3: Your back is telling you. I'm gonna read you something that's related to this this book. You are the girl yeah. here. Today I posted this. Um What I came to realize was that the truths I share here are universal truths. All spiritual messages come from the same source of love. As an author, I'm here to help translate and share, but I am not your guru. I'm a translator whose job is to remind you of what you already know deep within you. While I hope my work is a source of inspiration and the catalyst for your own spiritual development. I am not your guru. You, my friend, are the guru. Each practice in this audible original is meant to inspire you to return to the truth within yourself. Living these practices can become second nature because they're merely a reminder of who you really are. I've given you methods for reconnecting to these truths, but I in no way invented them. These messages are based on a universal curriculum that we all have access to at all times. Whether you realize it or not, deep down, You know, you have an ultimate capacity for kindness. You know, you have an inner presence of loving, guide of love guiding you. You know, we are one, and you know, we are not alone. The world we live in has built up a wall against these truths, but practicing the messages will restore your faith in who you really are.
0: Wow, I love that.
3: You are the guru.
0: I love that. That's a lot. That's something I feel like we need a really deep dive here on is how to kind of connect to that and how to how to feel safe and comfortable in that. I think it's really powerful. I don't know if we've talked about it like that before here.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah.
2: Mm -hmm. And I think what's interesting, I'm just quickly hopping in because what you're saying is resonating so much, Gabby. It can be so easy for us to stake our own happiness, our own futures based on the words of others. Mm -hmm. And especially, you know, with this show, Maria, we bring on so many brilliant people but what you're getting at i think abby i hope i'm phrasing this articulately is we need to help use those words as guidance to discover what we have in ourselves mm-hmm. rather than allowing those people to be our anchors we need to use their words to empower ourselves to be our anchors
3: that's exactly right i we have to we have this it's almost like all day all day every day we're filtering different sources of inf- information And the more aligned we are, as I referenced, the more we see through the lens of love, the more we lead through compassion and kindness, the more we open up to creative solutions, the more we live in a a solution-oriented way, the easier it is to receive the information that we can then be inspired by that will give us the next right action. But we are the filter we are the one that can develop and decide how am i going to use this how am i going to show up for this and when we ever get into the trap of saying oh well so-and-so told me to do it that way or this person said i have to do it that way that's when we start to lose our power and we lose our capacity to trust that we have that inner wisdom within ourselves mm.
0: yeah that's so cool it's like everything we need is inside of us that's right it's so cool, cool. damn mm. Another great conversation with Gabby.
3: I love you guys. I just emailed. I was like, hey, I got this new book. Everyone's like, see you Wednesday.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I know. Like, hello. We're in. We're always in. All in alignment. It's all in alignment. For sure. For sure. Wow. Well, if you guys haven't gotten Gabby's new Audible original, You Are the Guru, it can be found on audible.com. I had to learn how to use audible.com, by the way. I'd never used it before. So... Um, It's a game changer. Obviously, Um, you're going to go much more in depth in the book than we did here. But this is a great entree into what you're going to get. Um, And so, Gabby, thank you so much. This is definitely perfectly timed and we all need this. And that last one is such a like, I don't know, when you look at all of them, do you have one that you think over the other as well? Or do you?
3: I right now am really grounded in uh, the creative solutions, mm-hmm. really opening and surrendering every moment to creative solutions because i I just I just feel like the you know when I notice people around me just sort of being mad that they can't go to, out to dinner or whatever and I want to just be like, screw you, you know because like you have a house and you have food on the plate or whatever it is like I'm just really thinking in, about a lot of the suffering in the world and I just, when I stay in that place of creative solutions, I, I continuously have this ex- extreme level of gratitude mm-hmm. that has given me far more, uh, a far greater capacity to help other people. So I kind of want to stay there as much as possible.
0: I love it. Well, I'm going into You Are the Guru a little deeper, um, and I can't wait for somatic work and IFS. We're going to go into all of this stuff, and I can't wait to come visit you, and um, will I be your first guest in quarantine? I'm just kidding.
3: <laughs> uh, third guest, but there's a handful of people like yourself that I, I know are living in the way I'm living, but I'm like, we can do this. Yeah. How- Sit on the porch. I love it. Know.
0: We will sit social distanced on the porch and chat and um that'll be so fun. All right. Well, thank you as always. Um of course you can get all of other uh Gabby's other books uh at gabbybernstein.com and um until next time, friend. Love you. Love you. Thank you. Thank you so cool you know it's so awkward for me to have two headphones on I feel like I'm so subdued
1: I saw that I was like why and I realized it
0: later well because I couldn't hear her at Mm. first um but I was afraid I wasn't gonna be able to hear her well yeah and um and so I popped both in but I realized it takes my energy just so
1: did did you
0: guys notice it or is it just me Mm -mm. does my energy seem different today no I thought it was just, you were just in with Gap. Zen. I didn't That's have a problem with that. Yeah, I feel like I zen with her every time. Yeah. So maybe it's a her thing and not an earphone yeah, I thing. I like
1: you were just clicked into her.
0: Isn't that so
2: funny?
1: Yeah. She's yeah. Great, I,
0: I will say, I
2: think when you're having a deep conversation, sometimes on a podcast, if the host feels too energy programmed, I don't believe them. Agreed. So I think, I, I know what you're saying, Maria, but
0: like to me, everyone's just tuning in to mm-hmm. that yeah. deep conversation you're yeah. having, you know? that last one did you guys understand where I was going with that like yeah. not having to look outside and knowing that like you have all that strength inside yep. of you that's pretty cool
1: well and your point too which I really liked and kind of resonated with me was that we always are told we need mentors we need coaches mm-hmm. we need this we need that and it's like yeah okay great you can take pieces from all of them mm-hmm. but at the end of the day no it's not about them it's about you
0: well nothing is ever going to be unique to you if you're just listening to everybody else right like I think it was um some one of the people we've had on the show where she was like everyone kept telling me this is how you were supposed to do a business and then when I just did it the way I felt is when I succeeded I can't remember who that was but we will remember at some point in the meantime Mm -hmm. thank you guys for being here I'm super excited for our Patreon event tonight. So if you're listening to this and you haven't joined us at Patreon, come on over, because we're going to have an amazing time with Sada Simone tonight. Um, And if you guys want to share, Jeff, you have our agenda for tonight. We share with everybody a little bit about what we're doing.
2: Yeah, it's basically a two-parter, um, so for anyone who's joining, and what's cool about this episode is obviously the real experience is getting to join in the conversation, so for our patron, Patreon listeners, we're going to continue to do this, but if you're on our Patreon, you'll hear the episode when we release it later this week. Uh, Maria will do a little intro for Sa, we'll have that prepped, Maria can talk about him being on the show, then he'll do 30 minutes on, very serendipitously, his topic is how to be your own guru. That's awesome. crazy. I
1: know. I was I dying.
2: Know. Yeah. And then he's going to do 30 minutes of Q&A. So during the Zoom, you guys will be sending your questions in the chat to Kelsey and I, and we'll do some vetting and get to as many as we can. And as Marie mentioned yesterday, it's our pilot. This is our first time doing it. But with such amazing guests, I know it's going to be incredible. So um, for our patrons listening who are joining, we'll see you tonight. For our patrons who can't make it tonight you will get the episode later we'll be doing more of these
0: yeah it's always been my goal since we started this patreon to be able to do events like this and i'm so glad that it just kind of was like all right let's just go we're just gonna do it and we'll work out the kinks if there are kinks and we'll figure it out after but um let's dive in and i love being able to give you guys the access to these incredible guests to be able to ask your own question to jump in there with something that you need help with so um, if you haven't joined, join, because there's going to be a lot more. Have we locked in anything else, Jeff, that we should be telling them about? That's perhaps... Well, somewhere? yeah,
2: I'm in touch with um, Catherine Woodward's Thomas team, which, actually that's actually become a very popular episode. That's, um, you know, she is famous for coining the term conscious uncoupling, but mm-hmm. our conversation went in a pretty different direction last yeah. week. That is uh, garage door. You guys are <laughs> that. Someone's coming. Um, yes. But uh, we're in touch with her about doing a meditation with us that was pitched, Ugh. and her tech team is talking to me now. So, I'm oh, kind of thinking is... 2 a month is pretty doable for us and mm-hmm. that's at least the hope right now. So,
0: yeah, I'm excited. Um okay, cool. Well, thank you guys for joining us. Um of course, if you like today's episode, let me give you a recommendation for uh something you may have missed along the way, but episode number 37 with Sean Corn um is amazing as well, as well as our other two Gabby episodes, most recently number 51. And tomorrow, I'm super excited to be bringing Gary Vaynerchuk, who is popularly known as Gary V. He's a marketing media guru. Uh, We're going to chat about uh, self-esteem during COVID, uh, why fear of failure is so crippling, and we're going to do a little, probably, Jets (laughs) smack talk and so much more. But um, he is uh, a highly sought-after speaker and um, uber-successful guy, so tune in for that conversation tomorrow at 11 a.m. As always, you can find us on um, our new Instagram. Yay! Better together with Maria at gmail.com Wait, no, that's our Gmail, but um, our Instagram account is better together with Maria. Do we have followers yet, by the way? yeah, we
1: do. We're almost at 80. Oh,
0: yes! Okay, guys, follow us on Instagram so we don't look lonely. Um, (laughs) Please help us. Um, We're going to be putting out really cool content there. And then you can follow Gabby Bernstein at Gabby Bernstein, at Maria Menounos, at Jeffrey Crane Graham, at Kalsmeyer2. And remember, follow us on Instagram. (laughs) Better together with Maria now. Uh, Follow us. I mean, (laughs) now my joke. I'm screwing up my ending. Be nice people, make good choices, and be present.